Ian. Dave. Welcome to the third version of our first episode of the Apex Adjacent podcast. Yes. This is our very first show, which is not true. This is actually <laughs> like the third time we've recorded a first show, but we wanted yep. to give a proper introduction. Yes. Because let's be honest, we didn't know what we were doing the first episode. Well, we've been doing this for four years now, over four years. Yes. And also we had a different name then. Yes, we did. When we started, we had another name. So if you listen to this and then you go to episode two, you're going to hear two similarly sounding idiots, idiots yeah. with worse audio production. Uh-huh. Uh, but they're going to say, welcome to the Team Clearcoat podcast. Yes. So uh, we'll talk a little bit about what Team Clearcoat was, what Apex Adjacent is. Yeah. And uh, and hopefully you stick around for all that. Here's the thing. It's all us. It it's, is all it's us. It's all us, Ian. It is You and me. Uh, for better or for worse, it is about <laughs> us two idiots bumbling our way through car culture. It absolutely is. And... Um, and it's usually a good time. We play games on the show. We play a game called FMK Cars, which is exactly what it sounds like. It's fuck, marry, kill for cars. Exactly. Yes. Um, we coin terms. We we identify phenomenon in the uh, the car culture as we navigate these waters of car culture. Mm-hmm. With the, these th- the, we run into these islands. We <laughs> we strike ground, uh-huh. and so we've uh, we've come up with things like. Uh, a term that we coined called car stanzas. Right. Yeah. So this is when somebody rebadges a car to be deceptive. Right. And, and try to trick people into thinking that they have a much nicer car or a cooler car or a more interesting car than they actually have. This would be your M badges on a 328. Correct. Right. Correct. Up, up badging would be another way of putting it, but it's not always just up badging because sometimes no. it's, it's cross car maker. Exactly. It can, be, it can it can be crazy. We once saw a Toyota hi- hybrid mm-hmm. sticker mm-hmm. on a Honda Fit. Yes, it was maddening. Car stanza. What does that mean? Why why are you there? <laughs> it's not a lie if you believe it. Exactly. Which is yes. the genesis of car stanza. Yes. Um yeah. we also have vehicles. We do have cars of our own. What do you what do you drive? Okay, these days, Dave. So these days, my daily driver is a a very nice Infiniti M45 that I love very much. Mm -hmm. Yes. And I also have, uh, I shuck some side corn, uh, if you will. (laughs) I have a a fun car, and that's a uh, a Saab Viggen. Hold on. What does (laughs) shuck some side corn mean? It's an old Archer reference. Okay. yeah, but you know, shucking some side corn. Okay. Yeah. It, this is that's my fun car. Mm-hmm. That's the car that I take to the track. I am aware. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's the it's the one that is too unreliable to be the daily driver. Mm, interesting. Uh, uh because I don't like it when my wife and I get stranded. Yeah. Uh <laughs> <laughs> It, it, did I suddenly start speaking a language you don't understand? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Oh, what about you then, buddy? Well, I also have a Saab, uh-huh. interestingly enough, which is my family's daily driver. It's a Saab Turbo X Sport Combi. So you enjoy being stranded in your Swedish wagon? Very much so. Okay. Okay. My stylish Swedish wagon, which moves sometimes. It, it does, and I love it. I love yeah. it. It's a fantastic wagon. Um, and then my fun car is a 2004 Volkswagen R32. Yeah, it's a. 
I love your Volkswagen so much. There's so many delightful things about your R32. I do too. I love, uh, of your cars, I like the Vigan because it choo-choos. <laughs> it makes all the turbo noises. It and does. And it scoots. It does. It moves pretty well. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It's fun. Um, so, you know, we've modified our cars. Mm-hmm. We have these cars. We've modified them. We've We've made them our own. Some have very mild tweaks. Your Saab Turbo X is basically stock. Yep. Right? My Infinity just has some brake lines, brakes, and wheels, and that's really it. Yep. You know, and some some grippy tires for the summertime. Mm-hmm. You know, all the way up to your R32, which is sitting on some Coney coilovers. Yeah. You've you've done some uh, work with the brake system on there. Yeah, it's got it's got some a decent amount of modifications. Uh, mostly I've made it worse. No, you, that exhaust system, the Miltech yeah. exhaust system is amazing. That is much better. Yeah. Um, the Saab, um, the Turbo X has basically just been modified with uh, extra Cheerios <laughs> from <laughs> with, my children. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, and uh, lots of aftermarket uh, coil packs. Yeah, true, true. Yeah. If a homeless person ever asks you for food or money, you can just root around until you give them a handful of Fruit Loops and they go about their way. Yeah, exactly. Right? That's exactly what you need. <laughs> um, um, as far as uh, other thing, other car activities we like to do, we'll yeah. do the occasional cars and coffee or things sure. like that. Uh, I like driving, though. The driving is more my jam than, than the fixing or the looking. Yes, yes. Um, so, karting. Absolutely. Uh, we both love karting. Do some budget endurance racing. I crew on budget endurance races True. because I'm a den mother at heart. Uh-huh. Yeah. Track days. Oh, definitely track days. Mountain driving. We are in Denver. Definitely. Yeah. Um, yeah. So all that sort of stuff. Yeah. Um, but mostly this show is about us uh uh being idiots. Right. And talking about the things that we've broken or uh, things that are in the news, things that we see when when we're about our daily lives. Yeah, the car spotting. Yeah, who hasn't been excited and wanted to share something with a, a friend when they see a car that they like or that their friend likes? Yeah, exactly. You know, yeah, or a car that they used to own. Right. right? That's always cool seeing something you used to have. Right. Right. Or, or it's like us being cruel to each other with <laughs> with FMK cars. It is. Yeah. It is, Ian. Yeah, or commenting on the news of the day with an FMK cars, right. which is always a, another fun thing to do. Yeah, which brings me, Dave, <laughs> to an FMK cars. FMK cars is the game that Ian and Dave play on the Apex Adjacent podcast. It's based on the classic game Fuck Mary Kill, but because we're not disgusting people, we play it with cars instead of human beings. Hmm. Ian, in this game. You're going to give me three cars, and I have to decide FMK. F means I drive it for a day. M means I marry it. It's my daily driver. And K means I I crush it. I I send it to the crusher. I don't get to drive it at all. Correct. Okay. Well stated on your first attempt. (laughs) This one, so sometimes, like I said, we like to comment on things in car culture uh, with these games. Um, So in this, you're going to get three cars, they ha- this has a twist and it also has a title. The title is LOL. There's a search function on this forum, brah. Car forums and the douchebags who live there. <laughs> so the first one, okay, is uh, and the backstory from this was uh, that I was in an Uber. Yes, it was a Prius. Yep, it was clearly had a very bad wheel bearing, <laughs> and I thought maybe I was going to die. And while I was debating the 
uh, the protocol and the the politeness of informing yeah. an Uber driver that their wheel bearing was about to fall apart. Um, I looked up what it would take to actually replace a wheel bearing on a, on, on a Prius. On a Prius. And I discovered that the Prius forums are like a lovely haven <laughs> of just nicety on the internet. And car forums are notoriously filled with kind of shitty people. Right. It's like uh, you were swimming through the garbage patch in the Pacific. Right. And you happened upon Guam. Right. right? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly what it was like. <laughs> okay. Um, okay. So, LOL, there's a search, func- search function on this forum, bro. Car forums and the douchebags who live there. The first one, you get a Volkswagen Jetta GLI. Okay. We'll go with a Mark IV on that one. Okay. You are the actually guy, uh, especially when you don't know what you're talking about. Your license plate also says actually. actually. Okay. All right. I always, I always thought that looked super cool. They're great. Yeah. I love the Jetta GLI. They were fun to drive too. Yeah. All right. The next one. BMW, BMW M4. Okay. You are the excuses guy. Oh, no yeah. No matter what happens in your life, you have some crazy implausible explanation for it. Obviously, it's never your fault. And this was inspired by the uh, infamous... Uh, incidents. Half pound pressure, tire pressure. Yeah, where a guy launched his BMW over the curb at a Cars and Coffee doing a burnout. Yep. And then uh, got on the on the forums uh, claiming <laughs> claiming that his tire pressure was off half a PSI because he used an analog gauge rather than a digital yep. one. Yep, and that's why he drifted over a curb yeah. and wrecked his car exiting a Cars and Coffee. A grade A internet idiot. I <laughs> right? love him. Yep, half pound. That's, yeah. That was definitely it. Uh, <laughs> the last one is okay. a Toyota Prius C. Okay. You are well-adjusted. Nice and helpful. You answer people's questions with respect. Okay. However, you have to stop and help everyone you see on the side of the road, and every panhandler gets a dollar. Oh, man. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. That's It's a tough one. This mm-hmm. is a tough one. Right? Um. Okay. Ian, I, I cannot, I can't be the actually guy. I right? could never live with that. But could you more easily be the excuses guy? Oh man! So I mean, I personally, I think I have to marry the Prius, mm-hmm. right? Which I mean, it's a they need to put some autonomous features in there because it would be a lifetime of falling asleep behind the wheel. Mm-hmm. But I, you know, and I, I say that in jest, but I've never driven a Prius at like ten tenths or anything approaching it. That's true. I haven't either. Maybe that would be hilarious because you and I. Had a fantastic time thrashing a Nissan Leaf around. Right. Well, right? that was being driven at like 12 tenths. <laughs> and yes, it's fun. So, okay. So, I, the, I have to marry the priest and I'm going to have to take on that I am, you know, giving panhandlers a dollar every time and that mm-hmm. I'm just, I'm really going to have to do some budgeting. What I save on gas and the Prius will be going into the homeless community. Correct. Okay. Um... Okay. Look, this person on Wikipedia, their license plate actually says Prius. Mm-hmm. Uh, Helpful. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, so I think, uh, and this is why FMK Cars is so great. It sometimes we have to 
make a concession, right? Mm-hmm. So could I be the actually guy for a day or could I be the excuses guy for a day? Right. I think I might have to be the excuses guy for a day. Okay. I don't think I could live with myself being the actually guy for a day. Right. You know? Right. Yeah. And and maybe I think you're right because I think for a day you could probably get away with some crazy implausible ex- excuses. Yeah. Yeah. People would just be like, oh, that was weird. Yeah, what? And they wouldn't take like offense to it necessarily. Right, right, right. Whereas the actually guy nobody likes. Right. In be- any sort of dosage. Right, right. Because like the guy with the BMW M4 that, you know, half, pa- half PSI, uh-huh. at some point he had to... Re- realize how ridiculous he was being oh no that (laughs) half a psi off is going on that guy's gravestone i'm convinced of that that would be pretty funny if it stuck with him that long yeah Uh yeah so i you know and i mean like i do like a bmw m4 for just a single drive than i do a a jetta gli yeah yeah so all right i i think you've done well there you know what? You've done well there. Ian, I have an FMK Cars for you. I want to hear it. The, I wrote a title for this one as well, which I seldom do, but this one mm-hmm. is called There Can Be Only One Car Highlanders. This is one of my favorite ones of all time. So, all time. I think that there, this one was based on the idea that there are a lot of cars out there that if they were like people do not like them on their own merits. They're always comparing them to other things. So it's like a little bit of like whataboutism Mm -hmm. when it comes to like a car, right? Yeah. And so the first car in this is a a Porsche Boxster. And so the catch here is that if I own this car... Yes, thank you. It's the only one, right? All the other Porsche Boxsters in the world disappear. Disappear, yes. Which makes it... Cooler. And I think this might have come up in context of talking about my Turbo X. Maybe. Right? Yeah. Because part of the appeal of that is that it's rare. Right. Absolutely. And interesting. Yeah. And if they were if they were everywhere, I wouldn't think that they it was necessarily as cool as it is. Right. You're exactly right. Right? right? Because it might as well be a Forester at that point that's less reliable. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> right? I mean, All sort we- of. I, I'll, I'll- All-wheel drive. Turbo. I mean, it's much better looking than a Forester. But if you saw them everywhere. Yeah. All right. A legacy wagon. Legacy wagon. Maybe. Legacy wagon. Maybe. Shush. Let's play this game. <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right. So, the, it, so it, yeah, it's based on that, that like, that people aren't appreciate. A, a lot of people crap on the Boxster, and I don't know why, because right. if you look at it on paper, a flat six, a cool little convertible chassis. Right. How can you not have fun in that car? Especially this for the first one. Right? Yes, it's not a 911. Yes, right. it's not a Cayenne. Right. Or, you know, or a, a Cayman. Cayman. Right? Well, it is a Cayman. It's, it's just a convertible Cayman. Right. Yeah. Right. But like, you know. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right? I, I know what you mean. So, okay. So, a Porsche Boxster. Okay. okay. But the Porsche Boxster. Right. The first one. Yep. Okay. Okay. Then next, Ian, I'm going to give you a BMW. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give you the M3 E, and help me out with this. I think it's the E46. Is that the uh, V8? Uh, no, the E92 is the the V8 or the E90. The E92. Yeah, I yep. think you're right. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So the E92. So a lot of people kind of crack on the V8 um, M3, the E92. Yeah. I don't understand why because 
I, I mean, yes, there are better M3s, right? Mm-hmm. Right? Like there's better Porsches than a Boxster. But if you had the only E92 mm-hmm. M3 or E93, I guess is what it is. Yeah, E93, right? I, this is where we need the actually guy. Right. Um, uh, then that car would be so cool, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, a V8 coupe made by BMW that handles like crazy. Yeah. Right? No, I I have I've always liked this. And yeah, right? Okay. I right. I like their hood bulge. Yeah. Right? That's super cool. Okay. And then lastly, I'm going to give you a Corvette. Okay. But this will be the only Corvette. I'm going to give you a C5. Is it the only C5 Corvette or is it the only, only Corvette? Corvette? Only Corvette. It's going to be a lot of Upset aspirational hillbillies. <laughs> out there. I'm gonna give you a C5 Z06. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So you and I, the the Z05 isn't our favorite, mm-hmm. right? But let's not overlook what this car is. Right. Right. Crazy light, super fast, heckin' fun. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. So if you had to pick. Boxster, the Boxster, the E93. It was the only M3, right? Right. Or this Corvette. Right. FMK, Ian. Hmm. 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 Huh. Huh. I think I would crush the Corvette. Really? I would marry the M3. Okay. And I would F the Porsche for a day. Really? Yeah, because I feel like the between the M3 and the Z06, yeah. the M3 is just a more compelling package to me. Cause right, it's, just just one-to-one. Yeah, one-to-one. Right. One. And if it were the only one of them, uh-huh. I think it would be super stealthy cool. Because yeah. people would be like, oh, there's... And a BMW, and it was something a little bit different about that, but I can't put my finger on it. Right? Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. Right. Whereas the 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 C5, I think people would think it was a kit car. If it was the only Corvette, right? It would look like a cheap kit car because it kind of looks like a cheap kit car. It would look <laughs> like a peer to the Plymouth Prowler. Kind of, yeah, a little bit. Yeah, exactly. Like it would look so weird and out of place. Right, right. Um, and it's not as compelling a a package as a just as a car as the M3. So that's okay. why I'm doing that. Okay. And then the Porsche yeah. would be really cool because it would be like the only modern kind of lightweight mid-engined Porsche. Right. So I would have to drive it for a day because it would be interesting. Yeah. That that's my rationale. Okay, nice, Ian. Yeah. Nice. What would you do? Um, I think I would marry the M3. Okay. Yeah. Oh no, a big low V8 coupe. Right. Exactly. Like, and you nailed it on the head when you said like stealthy. Right. Yeah. But right. But super cool. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's something we both really like. Is mm-hmm. we like some stealthy yeah. stuff. Yeah. So those are those are two of our very favorite FMK cars yes. that we've ever done on the show. Yes. Um, and then we figured we'd wrap up by kind of giving a few recommendations of shows that we've liked that, yes. we're, that we're proud of. Yes. Um, I'm going to start. Okay. Yeah, with, sure. Uh, episode 20. That's right. Episodes one through 19. <laughs> Don't even bother with them. 
But episode twenty was where I feel like we really hit our stride. Like I yeah. went, we were we took a break for the holidays. Yep. And then we came back and you had reconfigured the basement where your basement yeah. studio where we, we record, sometimes affectionately known as the blanket fort. Yep. This is the blanket fort. Yeah. And like I came in with some things to say. Yeah. About the Dodge journey. You did. And we talked about uh, uh, technology in cars. because We did. Both being IT guys, we have a lot of opinions about that stuff. Yeah. Um, And uh, and it's just, it was kind of where I think we really found our voice. Uh Uh-huh. Especially when we're complaining about things. I think one of my favorites is episode 25. Uh Uh-huh. Where we talked about Toyota Scion and what kind of um, adult, it is. Oh, right. We equated it to a gym teacher that comes into a room and turns their chair back around backwards yeah. and says, hey, kids, you want to rap? Right. That's Scion as a brand. Uh-huh. Right? Yeah, because it was when, when uh, Toyota announced that they were killing Scion. Yep. It was when we recorded that. Yep. We've, we've been doing this a little while. Yeah. And then uh, another kind of hallmark episode for us was episode 42. Absolutely. Uh, Absolutely. Known as Erotic Gobble. Yes. Where we talked about... Um, we talked to, I opened the show by telling you I knew exactly how I was going to die. I love that segment so much. Um, and it was a weird show because we weren't doing it here at your house. Right, we at, right. We were at a different location. When you when you do a podcast for four years, life also continues to happen during that four years. So, right. you know, mar- like marriages, divorces, children, mm-hmm. remarrying, all of this stuff, you know, happens over the course of the podcast. Yep, absolutely. Uh, but 42 was a... You know, it, it. We've talked about this on the show before, but there's several times where the podcast kind of props both and uh, both you and I up through our yes. lives, right? Yep. It's it's a fun thing that we look forward to doing, and this was one of those episodes where it was propping the shit out of me. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I think we were both in a weird headspace at that point, yeah. but um, you know, b- besides being important personally to us, right, as right. an episode, I think it is really one of our funnier ones. Me too. Uh, me too. Because then we talked about. You you brought up uh, how you deal with tailgaters. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, and our riff on that um, ended up being one of the funniest things I think we've ever done. I love that so much. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so definitely check that one out. Uh, Fifty four is a very important episode to us. It's where you, I think, you started. This is where I think like Ian's half cock shower ideas mm-hmm. started coming into the show, right? Yes. Where <laughs> definitely where this great dynamic between you and I developed, where you hit me with a half thought, mm-hmm. right, and and I just say, okay, I'm on board. Let's like right. let's run with it, right? Mm-hmm. And so this was you had a, a thought about. Uh, disco days back in the 70s, right? It was, I had heard an interview on NPR with yep. RuPaul, I think, and yep. they were talking about uh, when uh, the Disco Sucks yep. thing where Steve Dahl, uh, who was a uh, DJ in Chicago, uh, burned a bunch of... Blew up. Uh, blew up a whole bunch yeah. of disco LPs. At uh, a baseball field. At Comiskey Park in, in Chicago. And, and we were... I had had in my head that we could bring that, tie that back to cars. Yeah. Um, and the the dynamic you're talking about is roughly the equivalent of like a grandmother putting their grandkids like C plus paper on the refrigerator. <laughs> no. Right? No. Like it's not quite finished yet. <laughs> 
<laughs> but we're still proud of you, buddy. <laughs> no, no, no. And let's let's encourage it. <laughs> it's not that at all. I, I think it is. I, so no. the next episode <laughs> no, that no, I no. really liked, no, 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 was episode fifty-seven. <laughs> No, Ian, Ian, <laughs> I, I think that, that at its core, mm-hmm. you, you knew that there were elements of that, that like, a, as we discussed them, that they were going to come up and like right. the, the, the dog whistles that uh, are current in like, in the current administration and like, like, uh, how the way that people like like quietly disparage another group. Right. right. And we put that in context of donks and yes. And, and it touched on a thing that we do on the show that I think we do fairly well when we do it is uh, we, t- we talk about how uh, car culture uh, exists within the larger culture and yes. is affected by it and vice versa. Yes. And you can't separate the two. Right. Um, and to pretend that you can is, is kind of foolish. And so right. the idea that, you know, when somebody, uh, you know, disparages donks or, right. or, or kind of waves them off, right. you know, there often is kind of an undercurrent of like casual racism in that. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and so calling that out is important for us to do because we right. need to make all of, all of the things better and we can start with our own hobby, right? Right. Exactly. The thing that we love about car culture is variety in it Mm -hmm. like we love every aspect of it and so we don't we don't want a group of people thinking that they're not welcoming car culture when their presence makes car culture greater as a whole right exactly right right um so you don't need to listen to that because that was the whole discussion (laughs) but then uh there was also uh episode 57 is great yeah 68 is great we have the we have the words written for episode 68 all road milk silence and i've been racking my brain trying to remember what that is i can't i can't but it's a good one yeah uh we started doing uh the show on youtube yep youtube uh, on starting in episode 72 so you can go all the way back to there on youtube yep um, we, uh, talked about the Prius forms, which was the Genesis yeah. of FMK cars in yeah. 77. We have some interviews. So we did, uh, had Alex Roy on the show on 89, Doug DeMuro on episode 100, mm-hmm. a, a second episode 100 with our good friend, Nathan Adlin from TFL truck and car. Absolutely. Uh, we, and then also in addition to interviews, we, we want, regular people's takes on the show. Mm-hmm. And so we had our friends Katie and Lauren on the show after we went karting on one of your birthdays. Correct. And they are not what I would call car enthusiasts. Right. But they had very different reactions to going go-karting. Mm-hmm. And it was really great to talk to both of them. It was. It was it was a it was a lot of fun. Um episode uh episodes 109, 110, 114 uh uh that that's kind of the era that we coined Carstanza and started talking about that. I think episode one ten was the first mention of mm-hmm. Carstanza, and episode one fourteen was my first Carstanza related meltdown on the show. True. So a uh, Dave meltdown is something that you like if you're uh, have you have the Apex adjacent bingo card. Mm-hmm. A, a Dave meltdown is definitely <laughs> on there. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, we taught, we coined another, uh, 
term uh, called wax wings. Yes, uh, yes. Based on the idea that uh, you see somebody with uh, a, region, a recently purchased car. Uh-huh, with a temp tag. With a temp tag that will certainly leave them stranded in the near future. Yes, yes. We, you uh, Say your Mercedes-Benz S-Classes from the mid-2000s with a temp tag. Right. That they got for like three grand on Craigslist. Mm-hmm. This is not going to go well for you. You're flying too close to the sun. There you, you go. got wax wings. Yep. That's episode 125. Uh, episode 144, uh, my best ever one-liner zinger <laughs> on the show exists in that one uh, where someone asked Dave if he was a rapper. Yep. Uh, I just bought the vegan as well. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, episode 153, Dave's best one-liner <laughs> zinger of the show ever, I think, is in that one where we talk about the uh, Polaris slingshot. Yep. Yep. Episode 160. Yes. This is a banner episode. Um, Our... our one of our loyal uh, friends and listeners uh, sent us a picture yes. of the philosopher king of the world who has just the meaning of life figured out. And it's yep. delightful. It's fantastic. Um, and in episode 163, uh, we had an interview with a gentleman named Ted Parks. Who built his own freaking roadster. He built his own car. Yeah. And it was like a beautiful thing where... Um, I saw his car at the hospital where I was getting physical therapy. Yeah. And yeah. I just left a note on his windshield and we ended up uh having a great conversation with him. Yeah. And he um, you know, built his own car. Like yeah. a legitimately built his own car. Yeah. Yeah. And one of our listeners on YouTube commented just within the last couple of weeks mm-hmm. and said I had no idea what this was, but I saw it, and they knew that it was a varsity roadster because of having Ted Parks on the show. It's uh, it's it's great, right? Yeah, that's, that's amazing. A good reason to do this. Yes, <laughs> as as all good things in life, there must be bad. Yes. So, episode one sixty four, mm-hmm. we bid a farewell to Chris Batches. This was a segment on the show where uh, a. Dear, dear friend of mine named Chris, who was actually yep. the same one who sent us the picture I referred to earlier of in the, 160, the philosopher king. Yeah, um, he uh, he he quit his job. Yep. at the car dealership from which he was sending us great dispatches. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, which we called Chris patches, and um, and we we bid that that uh, that feature of the show a fond farewell. Yeah, and I'm going to say my very hands down funniest thing that we've ever done yeah. on the show. I think it's my, my very favorite. Love it. Yeah. What, 164 yeah. Chris Batches. 167 uh, Erica and Adrian uh, uh, Hearst drivers. Yep. Uh, you, this was you Instagram stalking someone. Yeah, so I was driving through traffic over to my boo's house and uh, I was in traffic next to somebody that was dealing a hearse uh-huh. and it, I can't believe that we went 167 episodes without talking about people that daily hearses because they're so rad. Right. Right. So uh, she ha- had a vanity plate, which was very easy to find on Instagram. It was Nosferatu. Mm-hmm. Right. And so I sent her an Instagram DM and uh, we started the conversation and we had the, her and her husband, Adrian, on the show. They both have hearses. Uh, and, and on top of that, like different kinds of hearses, different like it kind of going for different things with their hearses and right. like such a great, uh, a great discussion. And one of my favorite things like Erica and 
Adrian, I'm so thankful that you were on the show. I think about it all the time. Yeah, it was a great episode. Yeah. Uh, Episode 198. Oh. The meltdown to end all meltdowns. Yeah. Let's not describe it. Just you, you got to go watch episode it. Episode 198. It was rough, but it's it's centered around a car stanza. And yeah. then episode 205. Yep. We we it's so rare uh for car stanzas for us to to come away with more answers than questions. Yep. And yep. this was the rare time where I think we actually cracked it and figured you, it out. You figured it we out. We did. Yeah. We did. Yeah. Um so those I think are where I would say, like, if you were going to come up with, like, a a playlist of, like, I'm going to drive across the country yeah. three times. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what should I listen to? What should I listen to? There you go. We'll, we'll have a playlist of these on YouTube. We'll have a list of them on our website. Yeah. Yeah. So definitely check that out. Mm-hmm. Um, la- lastly, I just kind of want to close with, like, some, some, like, us getting up our own butts about the the podcast. So... Um, we like just to kind of explain the trajectory of the show mm-hmm. and where we are now, and, and the reason that we feel it's necessary to record a third version of this sh- episode. Yes, right. So when Ian and I started the show, it was just two guys that liked talking about cars, mm-hmm. right? And you know, we didn't really know what the show was, and we needed a name. We had done a track day where I had my previous Saab, a 1997 Turbo, at the track. You had your Volkswagen R32. Both of those cars had peeling clear coat. Yours still does. And in fact, I have a piece of your clear coat that I keep on the mixing board of the show right here. For reasons. For reasons. There it is right yeah. there. Yeah, you can see the red <laughs> tint of it. Yeah. I put I put it oh in my, my pocket God. one time when we went karting. I was extra fast that day. Yeah, you weren't. <laughs> But so we needed a name uh, for the podcast when we started it, and it was Team Clear Coat, mm-hmm. right? So over the years, we were Team Clear Coat, and as we were doing podcasts, like we we talked about with this uh, recap of of episodes, as we were going about this, we the show kind of found its voice, right? Right, and it, it really became distilled into something as simple as saying that we appreciate. Anyone who looks at their car as more than a commuting appliance. Right. We love that. There's a lot of other stuff like we were talking about in in all these episodes, you know, uh, like cultural impacts and things like that. But at at the core, our celebration and our enthusiasm is for people that look at the podcast in that man or look at cars in that manner. Right. Right. And that's our jumping off point for everything. Exactly. Everything that we talk about. Exactly. Right. And that that informs our even when we branch out and we talk about technology or yep. we talk about um politics or whatever it is, we try to do it from a place of, you know what, let's just assume that people's enthusiasm is in good faith and right. and we're gonna embrace that and and go from there. Right. Um so yeah, I think that was part of part of the reason why uh you know once it morphed into something else, we yeah. thought, oh, we should change the name. Right. 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 So we landed on the name because we do a lot of track driving, we do a lot of karting, we love mm-hmm. that stuff. And Apex Adjacent represents 
that we recognize that not everything that we do is going to be the best. Right. But we're always trying to get closer. Mm-hmm. We're all we're we're at least on the track. We at least showed up that day. Right. And that's what this podcast. And we actually is. have to shout out. We should shout out on this episode. Absolutely. That Henry, a, lis- a loyal listener of ours, um, coined that term for us when we were doing a. Uh, a virtual track a virtual day. Virtual track day. Yeah. Uh, and he was watching us uh, <laughs> miss apexes left and he right. He was watching me. And he yeah. was like, that was apex adjacent. Right. Yeah. Yes. Yes. So thank you, Henry. Yes. Yes. Um, other than that, I think we should probably wrap up. Yes, definitely. Um, continue listening to all of these nonsense shows. And uh, if you like that, please reach out. All of our particulars on the social medias. Yep. Um, we're at apexadjacent.com. Apexadjacent at gmail.com. Correct. And um, we love you, everyone. We do. We love you. Goodbye.